Hello and welcome everyone to a powerful podcast. I am Powell Warpig. You can find me live on Mixer.com slash Powell Warpig or visit my social sites, Instagram and Twitter at Powell Warpig. So this week uh, is a little bit different. Normally I pick a topic or like a couple keywords and I kind of use those as my, my focal points for each one. So this week I'm going to just talk on a bunch of different stuff rather than giving it a theme, I guess you would say. So I hope that you all enjoy it. And of course, the best way to let me know is by tweeting it out. Um, leave a little note on there. Let me know what you think. Just share it with others. If it's helping you, it could help somebody else. So I greatly appreciate it. A topic that was being discussed the other day, and I think is really interesting, was about how we damage ourselves to progress or like the lack of. Um, so the idea behind this is that like, I'm willing to be hard on myself about things. Um, I'll take the blame or I'll put things on my shoulders if something falls through or doesn't work. This can be an unhealthy way to do things for some, but for me it works and I'll try to explain why um, or at least why I do it and why I think it's it can be also a good thing. Um, I don't feel like waiting around or relying on others to make my life happen. I kind of take the wheel and I drive. Um, if I constantly let every, everything go and never look or look at myself and my decisions without some criticism, then I don't see myself moving forward. I need that moment of like, Hey, pal, you could have done like this or that. This all kind of like keeps things in line, you know, so that I can see all the choices that I'm making and the ones that I'm not making like that, that self criticism is so important. This is how I view streaming and the people that are involved in that as content creators as well. You got streamers doing the same shit day after day, just sitting and playing a game and they're not, they're not really looking around at the changing environment and they don't look at themselves and try to like step back and attack themselves a little bit with some criticism. They, they'll definitely complain though that they're losing viewers or, or, you know, anything of that sort. They're not getting stuff, but they, they don't they don't enjoy saying to themselves, wow, I'm, what I'm doing is terrible. I could really change things up here. Or I could do something different. And I get it. Like no one wants to look at themselves and be like, man, what I'm doing here isn't that great. It's pretty bad. Um, especially, and it's even harder for the ones that are like, they've been doing it for a while, right? And they've gotten partnered or they've, they've moved up in the like, the list of like viewership, they're getting a good following, whatever things have worked before. But after time, they're like, man, I got like, I'm up to like 30, 40 followers and people are showing up. Things are great. Um, and then all of a sudden they're like back down again and they don't understand why. And it's like, well, what were you doing that was causing you to get, well, I was, you know, they were being active. They were being proactive in a whole bunch of different ways. And then they stopped doing that because they got, we'll go into that a little bit further down the road here in this talk. But you know, it's just doing the same thing every night. If you just it like, I'll use an example, like me playing Battlefield five for months on end. Like I, I was insanely addicted to it at launch. I loved it. And my community was growing super fast. We were getting like uh, just obscene numbers every night. It was a fun environment, but like I wasn't just turning on my stream and playing the game. I was doing like new mix play buttons. I was doing interactive stuff. I was all over Instagram, all over Twitter with it. I was all over the platform. I was inviting players to other people to come play, co-stream. Like we turned it into 
a much larger thing. Like each week we were continually adding something different and doing something different with it. Um, but I also was getting bored after like so long that I was like, you know, three months in on the game, I kind of need to change things up here. So we, you know, start rotating that out, even though it was working and I was building my brand and getting like finally getting noticed, um, on Mixer. It was like, I need to, I need to branch off. I can't just be noted for playing battlefield five. That's not going to work, you know? So that's what I did. And it, and there's definitely some dips and ebb and flows to that whole thing, but you know, it's all on how you, you know, being critical of myself too. Like I, if I do this all, all the time, every day, people, if I'm getting bored, they're going to get bored. Right. So people ask a lot of questions because they want answers to like growing their stream, but there's no final answer, just opinions and different ways to do it. I've mentioned before, you definitely need to take things head on and be responsible for what you're doing. And that includes being hard on yourself to keep things in check. If you start to see like a, a decline a lot of times it's not like you personally, it's the content. Okay. Especially if you've already grown and stuff. Um, I think a lot of people realize after some time, once they've had like some good nights of growth on the platform, they get comfortable like in any platform, not just mixer, but like anywheres. Um, they start to try and like stick to what they think was working, but they lose sight of like when they were hungry for that growth, what they were doing. Um, all the different things, you know, to bring attention, fun and entertainment to their content. Right. So like when you really want it, you're, you're, you're like, man, I want to go for this goal. I want to get this. I want to push these numbers. You're hitting, like, you're going to take use of everything around you. Like if you're not, then you're really, do you really want it that bad? Do you really want to grow? If you're not willing to use like Instagram and Twitter, if you're not willing, willing to, um, you know, get a, a consistent schedule and socialize and use your discord and stuff like it. It's not really, you're not really hungry for it, you know, for, so for like me keeping myself in check and saying, this isn't enough. Like I'm telling myself all the time, like you're not doing enough, pal. This isn't good enough. It's a little damaging because I never settle, right? This is me damaging myself, but I also don't stop like, and get comfortable either, which is like, that's the good side of it. I encourage people to like rewatch your own VODs and look at the areas where you feel like, wow, I need to step this up. Like this is really boring or this was bad. Like right here, this is not something I want to do. Like, that's how you get that. That's how you fine tune your streaming. Like that is where you start and good game to you for taking the leap to fine tune your work because it's not easy. Not a lot of people can like sit there and rewatch their VODs or even just listening in. You don't even have to rewatch it. If you're working at stuff on the, on the computers or anywhere, like if you, if you got the capability to like just play the audio back of your VODs and listen in, just hearing how you're approaching like your stream, the people in chat, your ability to like address them, are you, are you just sounding like, you know, you're bored, things like that. Like all of that will help over time. It'll help you like fine tune your work and your craft and you'll become a much more engaging and fun environment, or at least in the direction, if that's what you're hoping for, it'll help you get there. So that's my take with that one. Um, I think, I think this combo started coming up. Um, 
about it because it, like, there was a recent streamer uh, who got clipped and plastered all over Twitter recently, like pretty much at yelling at her chat and stuff for not subbing. And there was another vid of her complaining about like with an hour that went by and she was with Ketty doing like, there was like a podcast web show or something. There was like a bunch of them and she was like, and she just started complaining. It was like an hour. She didn't get a dono. I mean, it's really cringy both. And it's like that, that's just, that's not okay. So like it was said that this is like what she does for like reactions, that it's part of her, like, you know, quote dark humor. And a lot of people weighed in on Twitter already. And, um, I'll state my take to this kind of like quote dark humor here. <clears throat> this is very irresponsible and highly toxic period. Like that's all I have to say about that in, in as terms of my opinion, uh, as an entertainer, like regardless of partner or, or not like people need to understand they represent the platform and the other people that are on it. And there's a lot of people that are coming up in the business that look to others who are doing well as a role model. You don't have to be a partner to be a role model. Um, and they, they see what you're doing and they, they think, okay, well, that's good. You know, that's okay. That's allowed. That's good etiquette. That's good behavior. That's not as toxic. It's very irresponsible. This feeds the wrong mindset to new people learning. And it just makes for like cringy, not funny moments during a stream. I mean, it was, it's, it's bad. And like, it's just, I don't know. I don't even know like how to convey other saying is this, it's irresponsible and toxic as a viewer. People should never feel pressured to give money or subs. Creators do this kind of work. Um, it's kind of like a server in a restaurant, right? They give you great service. They take care of you. And in turn, you give them a tip based on your experience. If you wish to help support them more. So from me to you guys, don't ever feel like you have to. It's something that any good creator would say is that it's not expected, but it's always appreciated. My next area of things that I want to discuss this episode is knowing when you fight and when not to. There's a lot of smart people, arguably. I guess seem to lack the skill or ability to just pick their fights or shut the hell up. Like it's, 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 and I'm not immune to it either. Um, I had a really close friend of mine who I'm still friends with to this day. We went to school together. We lived together. Um, I've known him for a long time. The dude's amazingly smart. He's a, he's just a brain of a guy. He's awesome. But when he lived with me, I got a firsthand experience into a world with someone who doesn't know when to not fight, regardless of how smart or right they might be. And I don't mean physical. I'm talking like just confrontational, right? This is a huge issue for a lot of people because a lot of it causes a lot of unneeded stress and drama to their lives, really. And they're almost like they're self-creating it. They don't even realize it. Um, hell, I've even had the experience of learning a few times the hard way during my time, like playing World of Warcraft and dealing with guild leaders and rules and stuff, the things that I didn't agree with. But regardless, if I was right, it didn't matter. Me being right and proving a point only ended up making me look like an ass and getting me either kicked from the guild or losing respect from people around me. Like, even if your approach is not negative, the sake of constantly picking a fight or trying to prove something every time anything is said, done within a guild, community, work, etc., 
a platform, anything. It just starts to paint a picture of you being combative and you're an asshole. Like that's what the viewpoint becomes after a while. People do not want to deal with others that are like this. It's okay to not be a yes type person to everything. I, I'm definitely not a yes person to everything. But you have to step back sometimes and just go with the flow and pick the right fight rather than all the fights. My friend didn't learn this for quite a while when he was living with me. And he went through two jobs in less than a half a year because every time his boss or someone gave him something to do um, or how things were going to have to be done, he would have to respond or tell them how it was going to work, how it was going to play out, and that whether they were right or wrong, you know, whatever. He had the choice to just say, okay, and do the job. And if things didn't look like they were going to work, he could bring it to their attention and show them the work and explain. But before it even got to that point, he would always just tell them right off the rip, like what he knows and how he's right and how what they're proposing isn't going to work. Like he was shooting them in the foot before they could even try anything. And it took him some time and a lot of hard lessons, but he eventually learned he couldn't always be on the offense and picking things apart or fights with everyone, no matter how right he felt he was. I personally struggled with this when I was in the casino cooking because of my time and years in the business, I really have a good handle on what I can do and how things need to go to be pretty efficient. Every so often we get like new chefs in and stuff and they felt like they were going to change the world for us and make things great. Um, they didn't even know the kitchen yet. You know, they were coming in brand new, but they seem to have this idea that they know how this is going to go. Um, the big issue with that is that every kitchen is different. What works for one might not work for the other. Um, so like a, a few coworkers and myself always had some fights over decisions or new policies because we had a system that and, and a good flow to how things were going to go. So how dare someone come in and ruin this for us? So sometimes they would like propose like we're going to do something new and like instantly right off the bat, we were all just like, you know, that's not going to work. And we would start coming up with, like, I mean, we could almost like, give them a million different examples but we honestly it's like unless you it was something that's already been done and proven you can't really fight with it you know it's just like just do what they're asking do what they're asking uh i can 100 say i understand how hard it is um to open up to like new ideas and stuff but sometimes you just gotta let it play out you can learn a lot from someone else making a bad decision the one thing I would suggest on this is be sure you are covered and you have yourself in a position to stay floating when the ship starts to sink. Be proactive for yourself, but also work with the people around you rather than giving them a hard time. Sometimes an idea you think is bad, it might not be, especially if like everyone is working together and then all of a sudden you realize that it was possible all along. You just needed to get everybody on the same page. But if like one person starts off already shooting it in the foot and doesn't want to go along... That kind of like, you know, negativity breeds negativity type thing, right? And it's like, and that also falls into like the whole echo chamber on like Twitter and everything else, just people spewing a bunch of dumb shit all the time. It's like, not, not everything is bad. There is definitely room, for, there's, there's definitely room for improvement. There is bad things, but, you know, let the things play out sometimes and try to help rather than hinder. My last little bit before I finish, I wanted to address like the mixer and Twitch groups, the partnership stuff. Um, I recently did apply again for mixer partnership and I was turned down 
And then, yeah, I'm not happy about it, but I'm okay with it, right? I don't have to like it. I'm just, I'm like, well, shit, it's not what I wanted to get for an answer. I will continue on as always, and I keep doing what I intend to do, which is provide solid content for people to enjoy and hopefully make use of. This podcast is one of the new additions that I've done. And so far, I've been having so much fun getting into this each week and doing it. Um, it's really enjoyable. It almost gives me a little bit of self-reflection. Um, and that that's a good thing too. It helps me keep things in check all the, you know, while I'm doing all my other content, you know, and I did take a couple of days after I got denied because I was like, I don't want to get on and stream and um have that be like a a focal point of negativity or anything like that, especially with the way this last week's been um a, a lot of just sour faces regarding like the platforms and stuff. Um I love having our coffee talks uh, on Thursday and Friday mornings um on the live channel, which is great because I get to actually like interact with you guys and uh, um those that are there. And this is just more of that. I kind of like, I hope to in the future bring some guests on as well that want to sit down and just talk and, and be on part of the podcast. And, you know, we will talk about topics and things like these just for a quick 30 minutes or so. I don't think that's a lot of time. We do have the power hour as well, um, which is we've got some hopefully names coming soon because uh, the holidays detoured us from having some shows and now the PAX events are going off. So people are like in and out. It's just, it's chaos, but we'll be getting that up and I'll be letting you guys know coming up here on our next guest soon. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in and listens to these though. This along with showing me a huge amount of support and love with the tweeting of the podcast and shouting out my name and your channels and stuff in the discords, you guys keep making this like so exciting and fun for me. So I hope I'm giving you things to think about and it helps better your life or bring some value. Um, you know, the, the partnership is not the, the end game. It's not the only goal. It's just part of it. Right. For me, I've been doing this a very long time with, with content creating and entertainment and stuff and working with developers. Like for me to get partnership is like validating my work. And that's why I want it so bad. It's not like I can monetize so many other means. I could easily just turn on Twitch and stream to Twitch and get monetization if I want. There's, there's, you know, you do Patreons and all, there's all kinds of different stuff, right? It's not about that. It's not about the money. For me, it's more so of like validating like my hard work and being like, yeah, I, f- I fucking did it. I earned it. So that's for me, that's why it's like kind of a big deal. And then we'll get there. And I'm, you know, we've got, time. So it's going to get a little crazy over the next, let's see, like 90 days, I guess we're going to have to kick things up more. I was sure shit thought we were going to have it this, uh, this application, but it's okay. Um, we have a lot of negative vibes lately with people bouncing around from like mixer to Twitch and, and uh, YouTube and stuff on Facebook and all this stuff. So let's be honest about it. It's okay to try new things and help better your brand. If you see different, you know, if you have a different path and it might get you there to help lift your community up, I support you. I think it's great uh, that people have this option now and are not stuck to like one place. Loyalty to a platform is nice and all, but like as a, as a creator, 
as, as an entertainer, it's not in our favor to have only one platform, right? Um, and if you could see other routes to expand your business or what you're doing, you know, that, that's a good thing. You want to have that. You want to have that, like you want to have options. Having options is always good than being pigeonholed into one way. Um, there's a lot of people that keep throwing hate or like, you know, I quoted as like, you know, friends, um, giving some shade and, and here's why they're doing this for those that are leaving the platform and some people that aren't, you know, these friends, they're like, they're throwing shade out about it. And, um, you know, this might, it might even not be a popular thing to say because some people it's probably going to maybe hurt them a little bit internally. And if, it, if you're offended by probably why I'm going to say that people are doing this, you might be one of them and you might have to like, you know, reflect on that a little bit, I guess. Uh, one reason why people are throwing shade um, is not necessarily because they don't like you anymore or they're not a friend of yours or anything like that. It's actually like they're doing it as like either purposefully or they don't realize they're doing it um, for this reason. But it boils down to this. They're not planning on moving. They're not leaving the platform. And they want to, they want the narrative to be they're here for you in terms of the viewers. They're here for them so they can pick up the leftover viewers who won't be viewing you on another platform. So if you're leaving and you've got friends or people that you uh, have, have been, you know, coasting with or hosting and they've hosted you and you guys talk a lot or whatever. And then you hear they're like, you know, people are leaving the platform and they're just like, oh, bye, Felicia, you know, or, whatever they're just throwing that shade out there to like i think it's a dumb decision blah, 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 blah. it's it's because they're not moving they're not leaving they're seeing you leave and that means they know there's going to be viewers left over from your channel that are going to need to find another streamer to go watch so they're looking at it as like that is potential growth for my channel here that i can now progress a little bit more and hopefully pick up a few extra viewers that will become long-term community members of my content. That's what that is. They're using they're using an approach to paint a picture of I'm I'm smart, they're dumb cuz they're leaving. I'm here for you and then holding the platform up as the golden boy to redirect the mindset that if you make a decision, then you're turning your back on the platform which included pretty much anyone on it. Like so they make you look like the bad guy, you know, you're the villain, you're leaving. Uh like, like you think you're better than everyone else that you're going to leave the platform and go somewhere else and succeed. And that, that's the other part of it that hits home with a lot of people is that, you know, they get pissed off that somebody's leaving and they're pissed. Why? Cause they feel like for some odd reason, you think you're better than them. You're going somewhere else because you think you can do better there. You're better than me. You think that's, it's just such a gross mindset. It's really, it's ignorant. It really is. So I've, I'm watching people on Twitch. I'm watching people on Mixer. I watch people on YouTube. Like, just deal with it. Content's content. If you like what you're seeing somewhere or you found some content creators via like Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and they said, well, this is where I put my live stuff at. Like, if you like it, why are you not going to watch it or support it? That's just, it just seems dumb. Um, this isn't this isn't like a they, they hate you personally or they dislike you. It it's just people trying to make business moves for themselves and their community, right? So on both both sides of that, 
People do it every day in real life with companies. Some fail, some don't. But we always preach about this whole like no risk, no reward, right? So before you throw shade and start hating on someone for actually taking a chance or a shot at bettering things for themselves, just remember no one is right or wrong in that. Only time will tell for their sake and myself as time goes on. I hope we all make the right decisions. It's not going to happen. That's why you have a failure rate and a success rate. Regardless of where you're at, I will continue to support creators and the people I enjoy. I have things I like over on other in in you know other platforms and stuff, but I'll still go wherever I'll go wherever the content is that I like. And that means it could be anywhere. So you guys keep your head up, make your choices. Don't give a shit what others think about you and what you're doing. You they're just worried about picking up the scraps of people when they hit the floor because they're not going with you. That's what it comes down to. And it's really it sounds really rude to say it like that, but that, that's me being that's the blunt honesty of it. Um I view my community as like a lot of them are like they've become personal friends. Um it, I don't I don't know. It's like it's a weird thing to think that like being a content creator, it's it's a lonely business. But with over the last like year, um, there's been a very large handful of people that I've spent insane amount of hours with and i'm sure there's so many of you that are content creators that um are listening and stuff and that you've gotten some people out of the years of your work where you're like man if i wasn't doing this i would have never met this person and they're just like a fantastic human being and i'm so glad to have them in your life and it's like you know what we need to thank them more like they've they've come in they've been there for us those people are like everything you know um, they just, they provide that substance to, to help us continue trying to create content and succeed. They give us that backbone, that love and support. And it's, it's huge, man. It's huge. Um, it's not something you can replace easy. And I think that's a, that's something that a lot of people are struggling with right now because they want to, they want to try different things going to other platforms and bouncing back and forth where they think they can get discovered or where they think they can be seen better or whatever their reasons are going to be. Um, but at the end of the day, everybody wants to try to like make sure they don't feel like they're abandoning people. They don't want people to feel like you've just like, you know, turned your back on them and left them. And that, that problem with like using platform loyalty as an excuse, especially by other content creators to like throw that in others' faces is just such a, it's such a shitty way to deal. Um, cause I don't think platform loyalty should be a thing. I think, uh, content creator loyalty should be a thing really. And that's on us. That's on us to like, say, you know, I love your content. I love what you do. And if you stream it here, I'll watch it here. If you go there, I'm going to check you out there. So guys, let that, let that marinate. I know we're all dealing with it. We're all seeing it on the Twitters and stuff. Don't let it get you down. Everybody's going to get a fair shake eventually. All these platforms, they're going to have their ups and downs. Some will fold. Some of them won't even last. We'll see. You know, I, big money, I guess, in the background. We'll see what happens. But a uh, big shout out to to one of the main reasons why I've continued on doing this for the last, like, three years, I think now, four years is the shed. Like the shed is my, my family, my online family. Some of them are like real life family to me. It's just, 
fantastic people all around. So you can check out the shed uh, website, um, theshed.gg. Fantastic content creators there, everybody. I love y'all. You're my second family. Gamer subs, um, excellent. I love them. I love to drink. My mods and my community continue to be in my corner supporting me and each other. You guys are awesome. Stay happy. Live every day aggressively. I love you all. Thank you. And I'll catch you on the next episode.